0: Good morning, church. I uh, hope you are doing well this morning as we uh, go into another time of reflections. And, um, and I was just reading this morning in the book of Jeremiah and as I'm making my way through, and um, there's so many good um, but hard tidbits in in Jeremiah, right? If you are familiar with the book, you understand um, that God is not happy with the way that they have treated their relationship which is between them and God. Um, and to the point where God has had to say enough, enough is enough, um, enough rebellion, enough, um, accepting other, uh, ways and other gods and other practices that are evil. And so God is just, um, has had to say enough with his people. And in the book of Jeremiah is, Jeremiah is the prophet that is to go before them and, and share with them that, Hey, um, God is now in a way, um, it's time to, like there's punishment coming and um, there's no way around it, which is fascinating um, when you read through and you see that at least two times, God tells Jeremiah, do not pray for them. This is is going to happen now and it needs to happen. They need to understand the error in their ways and they need to understand uh, who I am. And how their idols and their ways of idolatry and uh, sacrifice and accepting of other cultures is not uh, not appropriate. It is not a way of life. It is evil, and, it, and you are they were not being who they were created to be. And so God tells them, "Don't pray for them because this is this is happening." And uh, Jeremiah's big pro is a big prophecy to them is to tell them you're going to be uh, held in captivity. You're going to exile. You're going to leave Jerusalem um, by the hand of God, by God using Nebuchadnezzar uh, to come in and take you away. And God will deal with him after this is all over, but know that God is going to use a foreign king uh, for his purposes to, so that we, as so that they as a nation, will wake up and understand who and how good they have it in their relationship with God. And so uh, Jeremiah has told the to, to, to prophecy to them, um, 70 years, you're going out. And if anybody says anything different, um, they're lying to you and they will be dealt with <laughs> for being false prophets, And um, which I just find fascinating. For seventy years they go, where they're supposed to go, and um, how hard even even since they were not as um, faithful to God, um, that uh, that would still be really hard to hear that there's there's no way there's no repentance here there, there's no way around this decision that God has made to deal with, and yet what we see what I just find fascinating through reading. Is that God, um, even though his His judgment is final and his judgment is going to be what it is, um, is not leaving them. Is, he's not forsaking them. He's not in any way casting them off in a way of the saying, I will not deal with you anymore. But rather, um, after the 70 years, uh, hopefully things will be different with you and I. Hopefully things will be better as you will see me and you will go back into the land and the land will be blessed as i have continually as, I, as he is faithful in sending you out he is faithful in bringing you back but what he gives them is the seed of uh, this seed of hope this the seed of that although this is going to happen and although this isn't going to be hard he says what i need from you as a people is to continue to bless, bless the land to use the land to to continue multiplying and being strong as a nation, because I when I bring you back, things are going to be different. And Jeremiah 31, verse 31, um, he gives them this hope that is um, what must have been a bright light to them, hopefully, in their time of, of despair, probably. But also, as we look back, uh, we see just how important this was, should have been to them as they hear it. This is what he says in Jeremiah 31, 31. He says, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Not like the covenant that I made with your fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, declares the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days. So after the 70 years is over, this is the covenant that uh, we, will, we will make. He says, I pull, he says, declares the Lord, I will put my law within them and I will write it on their hearts. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. And no longer shall each one teach his neighbor and each his brother... Saying, know the Lord, for they shall know all know me from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. So what a what a huge blessing um, to them uh, in this moment maybe, of despair, uh, that this this glimmer of hope, that God is not finished with them, that God is not done with his dealings with them, that God is that his judgment although it is final in that it is going to happen, is not final against them, but rather he has a blessing for them when it comes to um, a covenant that is completely different and far better than even what they have currently through Moses. And I think that the idea that he talks about that I will... um, that I, for this covenant I will make with the house of Israel in those days, I will put my law upon them, within them. And how beautiful that is, is that it's no longer a law that we have to read and try to understand and interpret. But rather, as our relationship with God grows and deepens, so does his law. And his, our understanding of who he is and why he does the, the things that he does is it, it's not no longer external, but it is now internal. And if we were a believer this morning like we know that 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 that's the Holy Spirit that marks us and that upholds us and that the Spirit of God uh, changes us towards the image of Christ and towards understanding his ways and when we want to continue doing things our ways, there's something this internal battle that um, that happens and there's this frustration within us and and that's that battle of saying that there's a new law that has been written upon our hearts that we ought that we know who God is and He knows who we are and we ought to choose His ways even though our earthly ways we we feel um, are still pulling on us and so that um, that he, that that law will be written up within us and I will write it on their hearts. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. Again, this relationship that He so de- that He so desires for us and this trust relationship that He wants us to trust Him with everything and ultimately our hearts. That He He wants to be our God. He doesn't He doesn't feel obligated to us, He doesn't feel obligated to them to continue uh being their God. But He says He He desires to be the God of them. And he desires for them to desire him, because of just how good and how gracious he is. That we can have that perfect and good relationship with him, um, and his law within us, and and so then he says um, that I will write it up on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No longer shall each one teach his brother, his neighbor, or his neighbor, saying, "Know the Lord," for they shall all know me. From the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sin no more. And I think this is the good news. This is the good news to them especially as God has given them all of what is basically put them in this place to, to go into exile is their sins. And there's a need for this sin to be repaired and to be dealt with. And God is saying, I will deal with it, and I will, and it will be dealt with and I will forgive them, which is, um, again, says more about who God is um, than than we could ever hope for. That it is his desire to be their God and forgive of their sins and that they will, those sins will be remembered no more. Like we don't have the the gift and the ability to um, to forget a lot of things that we wish we could forget, but God does. God has that that uh, amazing ability to um, when He says it is finished and that the sacrifice of Jesus is accomplished and that and that is written on our hearts that it is completed and has been dealt with and it has been bought back and he says that that our that our sins are forgiven one and that they are remembered no more two how much of a blessing is that that we could never fully understand that because we just don't have that capability and yet and sometimes we still punish ourselves for the things that um, that we we have done and we have asked for forgiveness and we believe that God is forgiven and yet we still punish ourselves and and still carry that burden of shame or guilt upon those things and yet um, God says those are those are you're not under condemnation for those things those things lied upon Jesus as he took it to the cross with him Yes, even things today fall under what Jesus did for us uh, 2,000 years ago. And so my hope is that we remember uh, just how beautiful it is to be in relationship with God and a God that doesn't feel obligated to us, but rather desires us um, and desires to be in relationship with us and goes far beyond even just that which is beautiful enough in that he will forgive our sins and remember them no more to never use them against us. He does not desire for us to remember them as we have remembered them but but that we would fall and trust that they have been faithfully forgiven and forgotten forever so church i just hope that this is um i hope you have a wonderful day i hope that you can reflect on this a little bit and if there's sins that you're dealing with um that maybe are still creeping up into your into your mind and still bringing upon some guilt um I pray that you go before the Lord and give those over to Him, and that feeling and that and that uh, guilt, and remember that His promises that they are forgiven forever because of what Jesus has accomplished in that new covenant. I hope you have a wonderful day.